0: Morning SBC. Every night before Sebastian and Olivia go to bed, we put on a podcast and they get to listen to Bible stories. And Sebastian absolutely loves it. Uh, one day he comes up to me in the morning and he says, Dad, Dad, you won't believe what happened, Dad. Uh, there was an earthquake, but God didn't do the earthquake. And we've got to find out why. And I had to chuckle to myself because um, The story he's talking about is one of my favorite stories. And I remember being 16 years old and reading it for the first time and asking myself this question. Why? What was God trying to teach Elijah in the story? And if you're not familiar with the story, um, Elijah's just won a massive victory on Mount Carmel. He's called down fire from heaven and God's put on this big show and it's been a, a great miracle. And Elijah hopes that this would turn the hearts of Israel back towards God and away from idolatry. And unfortunately, that isn't what happens. And very soon after this, Elijah is getting chased um, and persecuted and he falls into this great depression. Uh, He wants to uh, kind of end it all and eventually he lands in another mountain uh, after many days. And it's in this space where he's in this like really self-pity. I mean, that's probably why I love the story so much is I can relate to it so well at that point. And God just asks him, says, Elijah, why are you here? And Elijah says, man, I have served you faithfully and done my best and I'm the last one left that's following you and we're about to lose and there's going to be no one left. And God says to him, um, Well, go wait outside the mouth of the cave. I'm about to come by. And uh, Elijah goes out and um, there's this massive wind um, and trees are like getting like ripped out of the ground. Um, And Elijah perceives that God is not in the wind. and goes back inside the cave. And God asks him again, why are you here? And Elijah, you know, complains again. And God says, no, wait outside. I'm going to come by." And the second time uh, it happens, there is a big earthquake, and uh, uh, rocks are tumbling, and Elijah perceives that uh, God's not in the earthquake and goes back inside, and the story repeats. The third time, God says, go, wait outside. And Elijah goes outside and a massive fire, which is interesting because this is what God just did in the victory. A massive fire falls and burns up everything in front of Elijah. And Elijah perceives that God is not in the fire. and goes back inside the cave. And finally, God says, go out again. I'm about to come by. And the last time, Elijah goes out. Nothing happens except a small, gentle whisper, like a little breeze, across his face. And Elijah perceives that God is in the breeze, and he goes back inside. And from there, God says to him, Elijah, you are not the only one still following me. There are 6,000 people in this nation who have yet to bow their knee to Baal, and they are following me. And now, this is what I want you to do next. And what I love about that story and how I think it applies to our lives is, we are very similar to Elijah and um, we're always looking for that big moment and that that big victory, that big thing we just love for God to do and would sort everything out and everything would work just great afterwards. And, and when those things don't happen and don't come, we often get discouraged or disappointed. Um, When God doesn't do this thing we've been asking him to do. Um, We can sometimes look around and really downplay how well everything is going around us and what I love here is God just reminds us that that's not how he works. He can do like who did the earthquake? God did do the earthquake. Uh, Who did the fire? God did do the fire. Who who did the uh, the big wind? God did all of that but that's not where he he was. Um, He was In that still small voice and what I feel like he's saying to you and me this morning is guys don't chase after these big massive miracles I can do all of them Uh, my power is limitless but the greatest miracle and the greatest thing we have is this relationship that we have with God that requires us to come close it requires us to listen because he's always talking softly and quietly and he's working always everywhere around us and he will win let's be encouraged by that this morning i want to encourage you go and look for the still small voice